The Florida State Seminoles are going to crush Duke. You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back into another segment of Locked on Seminoles. I am your host, Brian Smith, and today's show, we are going to talk Florida State Duke, why the Knolls will roll. We're going to talk Florida State offensive production, a big part of why they're going to roll. And finally, we're going to talk about a few of the key games around college football and how they impact Florida State in the near future. Today's show is going to be a fun one, and let's get started. But first, today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel. America's number one sports book. The episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment with more right now. New customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com forward slash Locked On to get started. So speaking of get started, here's my proclamation and why it's going to happen. Florida State will crush Duke. Why? Real simple. Florida State has more overall talent on both sides of the ball. They're at home in Duke. Duke does not, I repeat, does not have the experience in these kinds of big games on the road at night, national TV, right there is enough. And that's even if they had Riley Leonard. And we'll get into that a little bit more. Will they? Will they have Riley Leonard, the quarterback that everybody thinks is so great for Duke? The rumor is that he's not healthy still after he had the injury, in case you didn't know, against Notre Dame at the very end of the fourth quarter a few weeks ago, high ankle sprain. I've had one of those. Those are not fun. And I hope Riley gets to play, but I don't think he's going to. Even if he did, I would pick the Knowles by 10 or more. And nothing against Henry Beal in the fourth, but he was 4 of 12 for 107 yards last week. Do I really think that's going to matter? Yes. Yes, I do. You can't give an offense that's averaging over 40 points per game, 42.2 to be exact, extra short fields, extra possessions, opportunities to call what they want, when they want, and expect to win. I know Duke's a good football team. I've seen them with my own eyes, but they're not going to beat Florida State and Oak. They're not going to do it. Now, all of my commentary aside, I'm going to get into the stats to back some of this stuff up in segment two more specific about Florida State's firepower and how they can spread it out a little bit more in terms of the final point total. But here are a couple other key points about Duke that I just don't think it would matter. Let's just say Riley Leonard was healthy, hypothetically speaking. He's a good runner, a really good runner. Averages over six yards a tote. Heck of an athlete. Florida State's defense, sideline to sideline, is legit. They've proven it against LSU. They have proven it against other teams. Oh, Clemson on the road. They've proven it in big moments. Sometimes they give up yardage, but they're clutch. Deloach, the sack against Clemson, that's as clutch a play as there's been in college football this season, period. That's a big deal. There's also a situation that you have to look at, and that's just recruiting and depth. Florida State's going to be able to rotate more guys in than what Duke is. And with the offense for Duke, probably going to struggle their defense is going to be on the field more in that first half. What do you think that means for middle of the third quarter on for Duke's defense? 
they're going to be in the headlights of a really speedy Ferrari. Florida State on the outside is not something Duke's going to handle when you more or less give them a couple extra possessions. It's a matter of time, man. The Ferrari is eventually going to get around you. Over the top, run around you, a few power runs, whatever it's going to be. Florida State's chunk yardage plays will be difficult. And I'm saying that, and I have a lot of respect for Duke's defense, especially in the front. Their middle is legit. Carter, Oven, et cetera, they've got some really good football players. They can't be on the field all day, and they can't take every snap. Florida State has a huge edge, not a slight edge. With that, here are a couple of the things that I expect, because even if Riley played, I think they would score around 20 to 24 points against Florida State. They'd be pretty solid, and they could reduce possessions. Florida State still has more power. They have more speed. They're at home, and they're used to bigger situations than what Duke is. That's just reality. It's Florida State football. I know they've been down, but last year kind of got them back in the mix. They won some big games, won the bowl game against Oklahoma, et cetera. This is a different deal. Here's the other thing. Florida State, Keon and Johnny, Duke has good corners, and I've talked about that earlier this week. You can go back and look at the shows, but you can't guard everybody. I'm telling you now, Jaheim Bell, at some point in this game, is going to have a play. He's going to have himself a day, as, as they say. They don't have somebody to guard him and the others. And this is the conundrum for anything. It's not a Duke problem. It's a college football problem. Who's going to guard Jaheim? Consistently, not on one play. You've got a 60-year quarterback in Jordan Travis that I talk about constantly. Mike Norvell and his staff do a good job of putting guys in different spots to make them successful, scheme it up, if you will. Norvell and his staff's good at that. But when you have this much experience to throw to, they got juniors and seniors all across in their mainstay of playmakers going along with him. And Florida State's O-line is also much healthier now than it was earlier this season. Like Moe's back. He was banged up against Clemson. He's good to go. That matters. Jordan Travis is going to have opportunities that he didn't. I'm sure Duke will get after him some, but the big plays are going to be there. And Florida State's been as good a clutch big play team as there is in the country. And, We'll, we'll talk again a little bit about that here in a second in segment two. But here's the third thing before I get to segment two and talk about these numbers and why I think they're going to blow the doors off Duke. If you look at Duke, Henry Bewen is, again, the more likely. I, I was nice and did a little bit there on my projection if Riley Litter played. But with Bewen, I think they're going to score 10 to 17. It's just my opinion. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll, I'll come back on Sunday, Monday, and talk about how wrong I was. Duke upset Florida State, or at least they came close, whatever it is. I'll eat it. I don't think so. It's going to be his second start. It's his first road start, and you got to go to Doak. Come on, man. That's that's really rough. I mean, seriously, that's really rough. And he, again, had 107 yards. There are going to be a handful of plays where he takes a sack or throws it away, doesn't do something stupid. But I would bet you my bottom dollar because it's the history of college football here. This isn't Brian talking. This is history, and Brian's just the messenger. He's going to throw a few up for grabs. Seeing a pick six in this game would not be surprising. And I wouldn't be surprised if he improved on last week, because, I mean, he's only 4-12. He's going to play better than that. I fully agree with anybody that says that. But Florida State's pass rush, Florida State's secondary, they've got Tatum Bethune, they got DeWoach at linebacker, DJ Lundy, they've got experienced guys that know how to be in this. And oh, by the way, Jared Verse is as good at edge rushers as there is in all of college football. 
chasing down a guy, making his second start, first road start in Dope Campbell Stadium. Yeah, Duke's going to get dominated. So that that's just my take on it. And if you, if you don't like that, that's fine. But that's how I see it. So it, it is what it is. Um, again, segment two. We're going to get right into stats. And these numbers do not lie. With the backup quarterback going against this, Duke's in trouble. First up, BetterHelp is today's sponsor. And BetterHelp is an opportunity for you to get better. Everyone has a time when they could use someone, use someone to communicate with, perhaps the loss of a loved one. Maybe it's something going on with your job, struggling to pay bills, difficulties with family members. Maybe it's something else that's similar to that. If you've ever thought about reaching out to someone to help you with your own personal needs, now is a great time to try better help. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to whatever schedule that you may have. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched up with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash college today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash college. And we are also sponsored by FanDuel. FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Snap into NFL action this season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed, when you place just $5 down. That's $200 in bonus bets, whether you win or lose. If you've ever thought about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app's pretty easy to use. I've been on it. You can find what you're looking for, whether it's New York Jets, whether it's college, whether it's horse racing, whatever it is you're looking for you'll be able to find it very, very easily. There's no better time to get in on the action. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders. You could do parlays. You can find what you're looking for to suit your needs, whether it's a team, a player, etc. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, second segment. This is one of my favorite things. It's stats, and I, I like to update this kind of stuff every few weeks, especially before a big game, just to get a, a barometer. But again, this is about why Florida State's going to kick the bejesus out of Duke. Backup quarterback. This is a team that's not used to being under the lights on the road in a major game. Both their bigger games this year against Clemson and against Notre Dame were at Duke, and they did a great job being competitive. Beat Clemson, should have probably beat Notre Dame. They Kind of gave that one away at the end. But the bottom line is still the same. This is in Doak. So these numbers matter because it'll be quiet for Jordan Travis, Mike Norvell, and his staff when they got the ball. And when Duke doesn't, that's going to be tough, especially with the backup quarterback. Scoring, Florida State is seventh in the nation, 42.2. How well is that going to go for Duke when they're giving him short fields? Rushing, 177.3 yards a game. It's 45th. But Florida State's O-line's healthy, so that number is actually a little skewed. I, I would probably put that 20 to 25 in the nation. It's not where they want it to be. It feels 20 to 25th, but Florida State's improving. Their O-line's been pretty good together. I expect that to continue to get better. Passing, 272. That's 37th in the nation. Here's a little extra stat 
And it, this is fun because they can run and pass so well. This probably just feeds off of it. Third down rushing attempts on one to three. In other words, one to three yards they have to go. They average 5.86 yards a carry. Teams can't just dive in and think they're going to run because Florida State's so balanced and they have guys outside. That's humongously favorable for the Knowles. Total offense, 449.3 yards, 24th in, in the nation. No surprise. Third downs, they are only 52nd. This is a little bit surprising to me, 42.1. But Florida State also takes more shots than other teams. So sometimes they miss, but when they do hit, like some of those plays to Johnny and Keon, it kind of offsets what, what they might have gotten otherwise. And they can go for it on fourth down with all their talent as well. Red zone touchdowns. I do it a little bit differently than other. It's not just scoring here. This is red zone touchdown percentage for the Knowles and why they once again have an advantage over Duke. They are 15th in the nation and score at a 75% clip inside the red zone for touchdowns. Fourth downs, running the football. This is kind of going back to it. In the red zone, this is important. 6.8 yards per carry. Again, balance. Florida State is going to present problems for Duke. And again, Jordan Travis, Mike Norvell, and all those guys, they have different players they can get the football to. Because I Holmes come off the bench as a really good football player. He's like fourth string for Florida State running back. That's, you know, Rodney Hill, Tofili. All these guys behind Benson, I mean, they're loaded, but they don't have to hand off on fourth and one. They might catch a flat foot and throw it to Jaheim. These are reasons they're going to expand the score I think rather quickly, and I'm not trying to pick on Duke. I'm not doing that. I'm just being honest, and I don't see how they're going to lose to a team with a backup quarterback going up against Jordan Travis in this offense. I just don't. They're going to get outscored, even if they hit a higher watermark than I think. And just to reemphasize, I said, Beelan, if he's the starter and he's the only guy in the game for Duke, 10 to 17 points. I think he will play better. Again, as I said in segment one, than he did in the last game, but he was 4-12 for 107 yards. Come on, man. He had a couple touchdowns, a couple nice plays, but he's still 4-12. That's not good. He's not going to have the same chemistry as what Riley Winter did and all the other little adjectives that go along with the crowd noise and all that. That's that's hard. So last point I'm going to make about Florida State's offense, and this is the biggest one in any game, but especially when you're playing a backup. You don't want to give them a freebie, right? Florida State is plus five in turnovers this year. The one thing they really haven't done is created a lot of turnovers. But they only got three. Florida State is tremendous at keeping the football, and that's what do you do when you have juniors, seniors, fifth-year seniors. And Jordan Travis is a sixth-year senior behind center. They only have three. And Jordan, I, I mean, he's thrown a couple that he could have got picked as well, but he hadn't had a pick since the LSU game. That's pretty impressive. Beelan's not likely to get more than like one turnover, one short field during the game, just based on the evidence. Those are facts, man. Three turnovers. Florida State's in pretty good shape. Now, here's the other part of it. If you look at Duke, even if they had Riley, how many times do you think they would drive the length of the field as compared to Jordan Travis in Florida State? They're good, but like he only, like, like Notre Dame's defense held him to 40% passing. Florida State's defense is just as talented. I mean, Notre Dame's got a good defense, but I don't think they're going to just roll up Florida State's D, even Riley. And they're going to have to play a little bit differently to score with Florida State. That changes your play calling. That's rough, man. I, I just don't see that. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's that's my take, and, and that's where I'm at with it. Um, real quick, 
before I forget, and this is important because we got a big weekend of college football, Locked On's College Football Live on Fridays, 11 a.m. It'll go to about noon. You can check it out right here on this channel on Locked On Seminoles. You could also, if you wanted, on any of the other YouTube channels that's Locked On, you can find it there at 11 to around noon or so. It will be downloaded. If for whatever reason you can't get to it, that's cool. It'll be downloaded and you can come back to it. Also, we are going to be talking about some of the other big games in segment three, but in particular, I want to talk about, and I'll lead with this, North Carolina is playing Virginia. So well, why, why does that matter? North Carolina is probably going to be the team that Florida State ends up playing in the ACC title game, and they do have a guy by the name of Drake May. First, though, Bird Dogs. Today's third segment is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Tired of the same old shorts that you're trying to wear that aren't that comfortable? You should try Bird Dogs. Whether you're headed to the golf course, going to the movies, taking your wife out to dinner, you're going somewhere with the kids, or if you're just lounging around the house to watch TV, Bird Dogs will give you the flexible khaki shorts that you always desired. Just as a reference here, I got the hat. Uh, it's the most comfortable hat that I've ever had. And to be honest with you, I wish I'd have had it a long time ago. I wear it all the time. So it's the most comfortable fabric that you're going to find. And you can get it in shorts. You can obviously get the hat, etc. It is a great product. So go to birddogs.com forward slash locked on college. Enter promo code locked on college at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com forward slash locked on college for a free water bottle at checkout. You want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right. Third segment, I'm going to talk a little bit about the North Carolina game. They're playing Virginia. And again, like I mentioned, there's a really important part to this game. Florida State, I think, is going to roll Duke. I, I clearly made that statement. And for the record, I'm going to go. 34 to 14 Knowles. I'm going to go by 20. But Carolina plays Virginia. And why does that matter? Number one, if you're a Florida State fan, you should be curious about North Carolina because that's a great football team so far this year. Hey, man, they're playing good. And they could be the opponent for the Knowles. And right now, it looks like they're going to be in the ACC title game. Why does that matter? Well, they've got a top five pick in the draft at quarterback in Drake May. If you haven't seen him play, you need to you need to fire up a video somewhere because that dude can ball. And they got Tez Walker. He's an elite receiver. Him and a certain guy that happens to be at Florida State now that transferred from Michigan State are a lot of like. They get down the field, make play, kind of like Johnny as well. That's an exciting football team. But here's the reason I find it intriguing that they're playing Virginia. Last year or last week, I was really concerned about whether or not Norvell, Florida State, etc., would be ready to get everything going, because no matter how much coaches get on kids, it's hard to get a team up for an opponent you're probably going to beat and beat handily. Norvell, as I mentioned last week, had some positive things to say about how practice was going, guys being ready, getting better. His body language at press conference was great. Very good sign. This week, it's been the same thing, by the way, just for the Duke game. That's not good for Duke, good for Florida State. But will Mac Brown be able to get his guys ready mentally for Virginia, who is terrible? That will also give you an indicator, if you're a Florida State fan, on just how good UNC is. It's hard 
even with pro players, to get guys to be dialed in. It just is. I'm not picking on them. I'm just telling you, like it is, it's hard. If they can come out and consistently play for quarters one, two, three, and four, all the way through, I'll be an even bigger believer of the Tar Heels, and so should you. They could beat Virginia 49 to nothing, or they could beat them 34 to 17. I still don't believe in their defense completely, because even though they got like, what was it, four turnovers, five turnovers, I can't remember. They still only won by 10. They just, they're not as good as they should be on defense, I don't think, but I need to see more. So they'll find a way to prove it right, prove it wrong, whatever, but I'm still iffy on that. I, I got to see it. I don't, I don't trust their defense coordinator. Offense is legit, though. That's not in question. They, they can spin it. They got a really good running back. He's got a chance to play in the NFL. He's only a sophomore. He's a heck of a football player. That's an interesting game to check out. So, anyway, a couple other games I just kind of wanted to mention just for fun. I know it's a, it's a school that most Florida State fans probably don't like much. UCF's going to get annihilated this weekend. They play at Oklahoma at noon. I think it's an ABC game. That, that'll be an annihilation. The most fun game just for the randomness of it, Tennessee plays at Alabama. Should be a good game. I think Bama win. <coughs> Give or take 10 points. I think the spread's nine, too. Penn State at Ohio State, obviously a great game. That could be a playoff preview as well. If you're going to check out something else, that's another game. If you're going to flip around during commercials, check that out. And then just because I'm curious, Jim Harbaugh is not the nicest guy in the world. Michigan plays at Michigan State. And, of course, all the drama that's going on in Spartanland. Even though it's in East Lansing, I got Michigan 51 to 10. It'll be the biggest drubbing in that series history, at least recently. So that, that's my opinion on it. But um, real quick, Florida State plays the night game, 730. I think that Florida State's going to come out red hot and all that. We're going to have a little bit of information about that game, I think, right away. We're going to find out if Henry Beelan can figure it out. That's another little snippet I just kind of want to throw in there at the end. But uh, I'll have a overview of the game since it's a late night game i'll do a update on sunday morning kind of talk about the game stats and all those fun things and kind of go from there but again i've got florida state 34 14 i just don't think duke's going to hang around and i think even by halftime duke will be down by double digits so everybody have a great weekend enjoy college football enjoy the Knowles beating the bejesus out of duke i will talk to you very soon thank you very much